we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 4th, 2011. And the last part, we're going to be looking keen more in on the vaccine industry and the ties with the vaccine vaccine industry in, with you know, big business, the government, the military establishment. And I ran across this clip the other day, and it's Alex Jones interviewing Mike Adams. And again, we're just gleaning here, okay, uh, from these sources. And we're going to play, I don't know, about a five to six minute clip. And Mike Adams is going to explain some of the some of these intricate ties with the vaccine companies and with how that's tied into so many draconian things in the present day world. So I'm going to go ahead and roll this right now. I pardon me for the secular music that's played in the background here. I just don't have any control over that. So here we go. I've been jumping in here because it freaks me out so bad to know that you're doing the research uh, you know, along the lines we've done even deeper and to know that they even brag they roll out the diseases and then they have the treatments that another division develops, and then the scientists developing that don't even know. So this is such a cold-blooded way to not only kill you early, but to extract all the wealth out of you. Uh, so, Mike, please continue. This is such a big deal that the PR group they claim is independent is Department of Defense Bill and Melinda Gates. Well, that's a great example of what you're just talking about there. Remember, the Institute of Medicine was created by Congress in 1970, but it's a nonprofit. It sort of it has become the go-to authority for any time the president or the CDC or the FDA. Yeah, I'm an independent. Say something. I'm an independent. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they claim to be independent, but of course, where, do, yeah. where does their money come from? Government. <clears throat> but some of the ties in here are, are through, throughout the IOM are quite incestuous. For example, one of the more prominent members of the IOM is a board of director of PepsiCo. He also sits on the boards of two pharmaceutical companies and one medical device manufacturer named Medtronic, which of course has been sued by 22 states for committing alleged fraud. Now, one of the pharmaceutical companies that this man sits on the board of, it develops pharmaceuticals to treat kidney disease. Well, kidney disease is one of the most common side effects of taking vaccines. And we, we've established this through many interviews before with kidney experts, dialysis experts, tell us this. So if you look at how this is all connected, Alex, you've got vaccines that cause diseases like kidney disease, like autism, like neurological problems, and then people go to the hospital to get treated for those diseases. They end up taking the drugs made by the drug companies, which are run by the board director members who are also members of the IOM. That's just one example of the, this, this circle, this racket that goes on behind the scenes. Please continue with your report. Sure. Well, on the defense side, on the military side, and by the way, I, I see vaccines as being really militarized here in the next year or two. I think we're looking at a situation. Remember when Baxter Pharmaceuticals got caught shipping live viruses in its vaccine samples? That, that was about, what, 18 months ago or so? Now, if you want to know more about that Baxter Pharmaceutical shipping live viruses that were actually going to cause, I believe, uh, oh my word, I think it was H5N1. I'm pretty sure it was the Avion H5N1, which is what we just talked about a lot in the last teaching. If you want to know more about that, go back uh, about 18 months. I believe it was December, November of, um, I guess, 2009, in that time frame. And you'll see a whole bunch of teachings that I've done, I did on swine flu. And they were really, really, really ramping up. And uh, for who knows what... And again, I believe the hand of the Lord averted that. 
but I got a feeling that's what's coming this flu season. They took last year off. Now they're ready to go back um, on the prowl again. So let's go further. Now we have the Institute of Medicine admitting that some vaccines cause live virus infections throughout the body. I think we're looking at a situation here in the very near, near future where a pandemic will be caused by the vaccine industry. They're going to put live viruses in the vaccines, cause the pandemic, and then cite the Institute of Medicine's safety report as the reason to push for national mandatory vaccines, which will be enforced by Department of Homeland Security. Well, we know under the Model States Health Emergency Powers Act, they tried to get forced inoculation through, uh, but it failed because the first responders wouldn't be inoculated to then be the enforcers. So they said, well, you can make people take shots, but you don't have to. And we know in the H1N1 that came out, they put a, quote, marker virus in vaccines the year before that was the H1N1. So any big vaccine they push that they're really behind, that's the special vaccine that's had the other things added, and they've known for decades. Crohn's didn't exist 50 years ago. Now it's like getting a cold. Everybody's got it. Uh, They've gone in in the gut, proven. Uh, Measles vaccines. So, and Bill and Melinda Gates, the forefront in studying diseases of the gut and then treatments. I mean, these people have got it all figured out. There's more on this on the military. And again, to add to that a little bit, the modern-day advent of all these autoimmune diseases like um, lupus and Raynaud syndrome and these types of things were very non-prevalent before the modern-day advent of vaccines. Autoimmune is where your own immune system actually attacks itself. When you get a vaccine injected into you, that's what happens. You're, you're injecting straight into the bloodstream all of these mutant uh, there's mutant DNA. Sometimes they drive the vaccines off aborted babies. There's formaldehyde. There's mercury in the form of thimerosal. There's detergents. There's all these horrific things in the vaccine, and it causes an autoimmune reaction. The body starts to actually attack itself, which is really the reason that we have such an explosion of autoimmune diseases in today's day and age, which also feeds you back into the medical industry, which again is what they're talking about here, is all by design. Not only to ultimately kill you, but to take all the money that you have from you, and to take all your resources away, and to take your health away so that you can't fight. Uh, And I mean from a Christian standpoint that if you're dead, you can't really do anything. For the Lord. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like if you're dead, you can go to the Lord in prayer. Or if you're dead, you can go and try to help people and um, you know educate people about various issues or give to the poor or help widows or things of this nature. This is what the plan is, to create a weak, decimated, sickly, depleted, dumbed-down population. That's the end game. side too. Northrop Grumman, who uh, again was allowed to review this report by the IOM, This is the global military defense contractor that was caught by the State Department in the 1980s selling computer code off of Air Force One to the Russians. This company has been found by the State Department to be engaged in illegal international arms trafficking, violation of of all State Department rules regarding the exporting of uh, computer code, missile guidance systems, technologies, for example, and many other examples of that. This company was given a prominent role in a $5 billion grant by the CDC to develop a vaccine tracking information technology system. And in that grant, Northrop Grumman bragged in a press release that it was going to use its cybersecurity technology to innovate 
new systems, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but to innovate new systems to track the spread of infectious disease and to develop more aggressive inoculation or vaccination technologies. Well, what they said, I remember that coming out a few months ago, that they're going to come out with a new tracking system where you've got to have your shots to be able to go out and do anything. Yeah. So the, the, the forcing the public to do this, stay there, let's continue with this groundbreaking... Okay, and if, again, if you want to listen to the whole report, I give you the link, it's the first part. I actually started well into it, I just didn't want to... Some of it's a little redundant of what we've covered in the past, but, but it is very educational. And um, uh, again, just to glean from and to further educate yourself regarding this matter. Uh, next article here is entitled, Gates Foundation Vaccinates 131 Children at Gunpoint in Malawi. 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 Um, this is from July 7th of this year. The Gates Foundation has long been in an aggressive effort to vaccinate the world and often target poor Africans. The Gates website shows Melinda Gates, and you heard them mention Gates, Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, the uh, really uh, Mr. and Mrs. Satan themselves, uh, who own Microsoft, and a gigantic, given you know, billions of, away in... Um, to help literally vaccinate the planet into the World Health Organization, who is uh, behind a lot of the vaccination programs. And, and, you know, they say we're going to go and we're going to help save the poor and feed the poor and do all these things. And the reality is is they are there to literally destroy the poor uh, in third world countries. They consider them useless eaters and they experiment on them and do all manner of horrific things. And you've heard me quote a lot of MDs that have participated in these things and then got out of that situation over the years, and they would be the first to tell you that that's the actual facts. Uh, We're just talking about pure evil here uh, that exists under this nice syrupy uh, veneer of actually wanting to help you, and it's the exact opposite. So, um, the Gates website shows Melinda Gates applauding Malawi for enforcing vaccine programs with its helpful, quote, health surveillance assistance. She calls Malawi one of the few countries on track to reach the UN development, uh, the UN Millennium Development Goal. I mean, if it's United Nations sponsored, you know it's good. You know, you know it's wonderful and in our best interest. Uh, and, And who are actually these Gates Foundation partners helping to meet their goal? Well, the hypervigilant medics with the help from police. So it's like vaccination at gunpoint. Now, I reported on this all the way back. If you watch my um, the teaching up on YouTube that I give you the link for in the, in the, uh, the PDF for um, September 4, 2011, uh, the one that I did, the 16-part teaching, there's a whole section there on vaccines. And I, and I give you one of these scenarios where these Africans were vaccinated at gunpoint. It was an eyewitness account. And that's just one of the many. So this stuff does happen, and it has been happening for a long time. It just never makes it into the mainstream news outlets, typically. Bill Gates calls the vaccine autism link an absolute lie. Okay, so that's like Satan telling you that it's an absolute lie. So we know that it's the exact opposite of what would ever come out of that devil's mouth. Uh, the vaccine autism link has, has been so established. And, in, in, I mean, I, I, like I said before, I've worked with people... Um, a doctor that I work with had two kids and they were two different ages, vaccinated them. The next day they were autistic. Both of them. And to me it was amazing because he went to the same chiropractic college I went to which taught against vaccinations. They didn't teach a lot about nutritional stuff but that's one thing they really hammered. 
I just cannot believe the fact that this guy would vaccinate his kid and he goes autistic. And then he does it again to his next kid. And this guy had tons and tons and tons of money, but it was almost as though he was he didn't know what to do about it. I tried to help him, but you know, you really can't help people that get into that mindset because they they end up only going the medical route and the medical route doesn't have the uh, remedy. Um, I know there's been certain things that have helped with autistic damaged children. The, probably the, one of the best things I've seen as far as proof is it's called NDF. N-D-F. Uh, and I think you want to get the NDF+. plus If you go and research BioRay Labs, B-I-O-R-A-Y, BioRay Labs, they have a uh, crack cell Coriella, real special whiz-bang uh, Coriella product that... Um, supposedly has uh, turned autistic children the other way. Now, I also think a lot of the things in the detox remedy department that I give at the end of this teaching regarding radiation remedies, and also that black mica that I mentioned earlier, these are other things that you can do to detoxify your body, to get out these contaminants that the vaccines produce. Um, So anyway, just wanted to mention that. So, going further... So, Gates calls the autism vaccine link an absolute lie, and in February, CNN interview said, quote, the people who go and engage in these anti-vaccine efforts, you know, they kill children. No, Bill Gates, you kill children, you devil from the pit of hell. You are a liar from the pit of hell, and your father is of the devil, and of his works you will do. That's what I say to Bill Gates. He goes on to say, I mean, I can't state, I mean, they're, they're, they're killing little poor innocent uh, children and babies by the millions. And this devil has the audacity to accuse those that are against that of the very thing he's guilty of? In the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke him and all his ilk. That's why I pray Psalm 64. And, and if you're not familiar with that teaching I did on imprecatory prayers, you know, if it be possible, I pray their souls be saved. But there comes a point when somebody's turned over to a reprobate mind and they're unredeemable. And these people are rampant nowadays. Now, I, that's, I know that's God's business, okay? But if it be possible, I pray their soul be saved. But if not, I pray, like it just says in Psalm 64, but God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded, so they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away, and all men shall fear, and shall declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing. See, God's judgment, when it happens, is always a positive thing for actual, actual Bible believers, It's not a positive thing for the wicked. But are we to pray that the wicked prosper in wickedness? I know the Bible says, you know, bless them that curse you and do good to those that despitefully use you. Okay, that's one thing as far as a one-on-one thing. But when it comes to these wicked people destroying little children and aborting babies and the the, uh, sodomites reaping wickedness and prospering in wickedness, are we to pray that they prosper in wickedness? Of course not. So there has to be a balance there. And that's what I try to strike in that um, imprecatory prayer. It's, it's imprecatory prayer, Psalm 64, if you want to key it in the search box on contendingfortruth.com. I, I mean, I just get fired up. I mean, this is just absolute genocide happening. And, you know, they're, they're doing it, and, and they accuse people that expose them for the devils that they are of the very thing they're guilty of. It's hypocrisy at its, it's, at its finest. So let's go forward here. Um, but as we can see, the recent actions from governments who partner with his foundation to forcefully implant vaccine programs, it is actually the other way around. The local newspaper, uh, the Malawi Voice, recently reported that about 131 children from the Masanji 
from Nisanji were vaccinated with an anti-measles at gunpoint last week. They had fled from the previous vaccine mandates in nearby towns. But, I mean, these, they round them up at gunpoint. That's just what they want to do here. And if they have enough of a scare, like we, we just listened to the, to the, um, the contagion trailer, remember in the last teaching? That, guaranteed, would be enough for them to round people up at gunpoint and vaccinate them at gunpoint. You know, if I ever get put in that position, I'll just say, just kill me. You know, if God, if, I mean, you know, it is appointed unto man once to die after this judgment. I will not take the vaccine. They would have to literally strap me down and inject me, and I don't believe God will let them do that. I, I mean, I, I would choose death over the vaccines. I'm, I'm adamant enough about that, where, and I've, I've done enough teachings on that, where the poisons that they're putting in there and the mutated DNA and the, and the potential for microchips and all of the other garbage and the fact that they culture these things off aborted babies so much of the time, and that's only increasing. I would rather die than take a vaccine. Any vaccine, period. That's my stance on it. I believe they're pure evil from the pit of hell. And again, I've documented this over and over and over again. And hopefully you can see this is a main wave. And I'm just getting started here on this part of the study. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to have enough time. I'm going to have to, I might have to go to five parts on this. But uh, they had fled from previous vaccine mandates in near, nearby towns. But after officials learned uh, they had returned, medics along with police escorts tracked down the children and forced them to be vaccinated. Man, these people have no fear of God whatsoever. The children belong to Zion and Atumwe churches. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming it's some type of Christian church. They had the brains to know better. And parents took them into Mozambique to hide them from the officials with the vaccines. I mean, why don't they have a right to choose not to take these poisons? Oh, no, no, you have no more right over your own body, is what they're saying. It is unclear if those churches prohibit the use of vaccines, but the Malawi man with a seventh-day apostolic faith found himself sentenced to two years' imprisonment for refusing to let his three children receive the measles vaccine. So he went to prison for two years. I'm surprised they just didn't kill him. He, uh, he did not believe in going to doctors or receiving vaccinations. Bill Gates and his organization, his biotech terrorist cells, have repeatedly emphasized their goal to vaccinate every child on earth, and it is clear that children and parents have no say in the matter. These families may have fled the vaccinations because of the witnessing its harmful effects or because of religious beliefs. Whatever the case, they had no choice. The Gates banner, listen to this, the Gates banner, when they break out these vaccines in Africa, reads, Human rights, we got we come generously bearing good gifts of health and peace. End of quote. Do you believe the, hypocr- the hypocrisy of these slimy devils? Human rights. No, it's the exact opposite. You have no rights. You have no human rights. We come generously bearing good gifts. It should say cursed gifts and peace. There's nothing about that that's peace. Forcing somebody at gunpoint to get a vaccination? And then this goes on to say, take these gifts or else get shot, essentially. You know, It is also clear that Gates applauds and supports this type of force. Every month, 11,000 of these health surveillance assistants spend three weeks providing health care vaccinations and information and one week in the rural health clinics, I'm assuming in Africa. 11,000 of these. It's like an army. They also make sure the vaccinations happen. 
not just at the village level, but all the way back through the system, Melinda Gates said. They do, that they do with guns and needles locked and loaded. That's how it ends. But, you know, the thing about it is, if you didn't know Bill and Melinda Gates were that evil, or the Illuminati were that evil, or certain politicians were that evil, or the Illuminati handlers were that evil, how would you know to pray against what they're doing? You know, if you're totally ignorant of it, how do you even know to come against it in prayer? Which is exactly what Satan wants. No prayer going up regarding these matters. Just zero prayer. Like, they sure ain't getting it into modern day churches for the most part. They might lose their 501 tax exemption if they preached out against this kind of stuff. Next article. Mexico to give HPV vaccine to all girls from, um, from, uh, from 2012. And it shows this disgusting picture of this Mexican doctor with a vaccination needle and this poor girl in the background with a grin on her face like she can't wait to get her HPV vaccine which stands for human papillomavirus. Beginning in 2012, the HPV vaccine will be part of the normal course of shots given to all girls at the age of nine. A sexually transmitted disease, and they're getting it at the age of nine. It's like giving a hepatitis B vaccine to an infant, which is what they do, and a hepatitis B vaccine is generally transferred and almost always transferred through intravenous drug use, drug addicts sharing needles, or through sexual contact. What does a baby need that for? Well, they don't. They didn't need any of this garbage. God gave us an immune system. It's called, and, and the computer chip to that immune system is called the thymus gland. And when you breastfeed from your mother, which is the way God intended it, she is imparting her own immune system into your immune system, which helps to program the thymus gland, which also helps to feed your own immune system, and it's like a natural vaccination course. So what has the government done? They've made sure that as many people as possible don't breastfeed their children anymore. And the women that do, they make sure that, you know, they're on the garbage prenatal vitamins, they are already totally polluted from all the toxins and things of this nature, and uh, they just try to discourage it as much as they can for the most part. And then they give these soy baby formulas, which soy is horrific. You should not even put this stuff in your body. It's totally estrogenic. It has all types of contamination in it. And now almost all the soy that's coming out is genetically modified organisms, GMO soy. It's death. Soy is a great way to estrogenize a man, too, to feminize him. Just like all the BPA they're putting in all the, the BPH they're putting in all the um, plastic bottles and stuff, which feminize men. Create a whole race of feminized men that won't fight back. I know, I'm, I'm really jumping from one thing to another. But these are all things I've covered in the past. Just have to see how many ways Satan's trying to kill us. On how many different levels he's trying to destroy us. And this is why I do what I do. To educate people. So that they're not destroyed for lack of knowledge. So, now they're going to, as of 2012, they're going to give uh, the HPV to all girls at the age of nine. Health Minister Jose Angel Cordova said, cervical cancer kills about 4,200 women a year in Mexico. The minister says, while deaths from cervical cancer have fallen 47% in the country over the last two decades, why that would be, I don't know, there was still 13.4 cases for every 100,000 women. 13.4 cases for every one. And so they're going to vaccinate all the girls now. Every one of them. Because 13.4 cases of cervical cancer? And the stinking vaccine will cause uh, HPV, human papillomavirus. Many of the girls that have received it get the disease because it's, it's a live attenuated virus. It's partially killed. That means when they inject it into you, there's a good chance you're going to get the very thing they're injecting you with. 
Same reason why we, we talked about in the last part of the study, when those, when those kids, when the mother gave the testimony where the kids got the nasal vaccine for the swine flu, they wound up with the swine flu and ended up giving it to other people. That's what they want. They want death. They want sickness. They want control. They want your money. They want everything from you. Satan will never be satisfied unless he takes everything from you. There's nothing you could ever give Satan that would appease him. He'll never, ever stop. So you have to fight. I mean, you don't have to fight. Here's the next thing. Good old Rick Perry. I can't even hardly stand to look at that guy. I, I, I mean... I mean, I just can't imagine if it's either going to be him or, or Obama for the next president. I mean, it's just, it's horrific. Either either scenario would be so horrific. I, I can't even, that guy is so slimy looking, I can't even hardly stand. I'm sorry, but I think that we can discern things. And this guy's track record is so horrific. I can't tell you how many emails. I could do a 10-hour study on Rick Perry exposing him for the devil that he is. Here's just a little bit about good old Rick Perry. Uh, Rick Perry's slimy connections to Merck and the HPV vaccine. Texas Tribune's Jay Root notices that the presidential candidate, Rick Perry, Republican of Texas, is backing away. Now, this was a little bit, a little ways back. He's already done this, but at the time of the writing, he was backing away from his controversial executive order. He implemented an executive order in Texas mandating Young girls to receive the HPV immunization vaccine. Mandating. Merck Pharmaceuticals capitalized on this fraud by making obscene profits from a crony deal with Governor Rick Perry. While children are put at risk. According to the Associated Press, Perry has close ties to Merck. Imagine that. Having received money from them for his re-election campaign. Oh, imagine there's no vest, there's no conflict of interest there. He also has ties to to Women in Government, a Merck-funded advocacy group made up of female state legislators around the country. There's another tie to Merck. His current chief of staff, mother-in-law, Texas Republican State Representative Diane DeLisi, is the state director for the group, reports the Associated Press. Perry's former chief of staff, Mike Toomey, is on the Merck payroll as a lobbyist. It's one big slime bucket bunch of snakes is what it is. This is politics in America today. It's so evil and so corrupt and so debased. And there's nothing they won't do for a buck. There's nothing they won't do to climb the political or corporate ladder. They've already sold their souls a long time ago. You know, the absolute vast, vast, vast majority. They didn't get to that position, you know, because they played fair. They did it because they were willing to sell out or sell their soul. And we've proven that over and over again for the most part. Almost immediately following Perry's announcement, newspapers and TV stations began to report that it was the law, this executive order, that parents had to have their children vaccinated. This reflects a national and international hoax that is repeatedly being perpetuated shortly before school terms begin each year. There is no law in America, aside from those applying to medical workers, that says you or your child has to take any vaccine whatsoever, no matter what any executive order requirement or policy mandates or dictates. What is actually in the vaccine? What is in the 
HPV vaccine, a live genetically engineered cancer virus. As the vaccine spreads in use, reports of horrible side effects are already starting to proliferate. Negative side effects of the Gardasil, a new uh, Merck vaccine to present sexually transmitted disease that causes cervical cancer, are being reported in District of Columbia and 20 states, including Virginia. I did a whole bunch of reports on horrific side effects of this Gardasil HPV vaccine. Uh, The reactions range from loss of consciousness to seizures, reports the Washington Times. Young girls are experiencing severe headaches, dizziness, temporary loss of vision. Some girls have lost consciousness during what appear to be seizures, said Vicki Diebold, health policy analyst for the National Vaccine Information Center, a nonprofit watchdog organization that was created in the early 1980s to prevent vaccine injuries. The report quotes physicians who debunk the claim that the HPV vaccine even prevents cervical cancer, as is claimed by Merck and the FDA. It doesn't do it, in other words. It causes it. There is no proof Gardasil will stop cervical cancer, said Clayton Young, an obstetrician gynecologist in Texas. The executive order issued by Perry in February of 2007 sparked a backlash within Perry's own party and eventually led the state legislature to override the order. Perry succumbed to lawmakers' wishes but continued to to defend his plan until he, he began campaigning to win the GOP nomination for president. So that slime bucket was behind defending this executive order mandate to take HPV because he was in bed with Merck until he started campaigning for the GOP presidential campaign, which it appears he may get if the Illuminati so give the nod for it. I mean, I hate to say it, but it really is that disgusting. It really is that bad. We're talking depravity here. Uh, here's a, um, a listener sent me this. He said, I found this on some comment board and thought you might find it interesting. And it said, this was a forum he was on, it said, don't worry, the UN Population Fund says the Rick Perry HPV vaccine is okay. The, they make special prayers in the meditation room in the UN chapel. They check with every single God known to man to come up with their good ideas. And then he gives this particular little uh, uh, proof of that. William J- Jasper, author of A New World Order, or New World Order Religion, describes the religion at the United Nations, which I've reported on many times. We talked about the United Nations prayer room. We talked how it relates to Maitreya. We talked how it relates to world goodwill and all of their hodgepodge of, of just every single religion. They just combine it into one, which is essentially going to be the essence of the coming one world religion. He describes the religion of the United Nations, which has everything to do with these vaccine programs as well. He described it as a weird and diabolical convergence of New Age, mysticism, pantheism, aboriginal animism, atheism, communism, socialism, Luciferian occultism, apostate Christianity, Islam, Taoism, Buddhism, and Hinduism. And he ends by saying, with all those gods having consensus, there's no way they can mess up. I thought it was kind of funny because it's true. I mean, it's like, you know, Satan is essentially behind all of this. And it's and it's like, okay, if you go against it, then you're unpatriotic and, and you don't care about your child and that, you know, you're not being uh, scientific and you're some whatever conspiracy theorist. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. That's what I would say to them. The facts are on my side and on anyone's side who would expose this evil. The facts are there and easily documentable. Here's another HPV success story. The HPV vaccine, Lifesaver or Russian Roulette. A new vaccine sending users to Garda Hell, 
That's the name of the, the actual article. This was posted June 2nd, 2009. Jody Speakman believes her daughter, Victoria, picture, I give you a picture of her, was poisoned by the Gardasil HPV vaccine manufactured by Merck and Company, just 40 miles away in West Point, Pennsylvania. Sitting at her living room table in her northeast Philadelphia house, adorned with a curbside American flag and red barn mailbox, Speakman's eyes tears as she talks about the seizures that have shaken her 18-year-old's body to the ground for the last two years since she received the vaccine. Speakman's anxious and, Speakman's anxious and Victoria is exhausted. This is her daughter. It's 6 p.m. and the teenager just got out of bed. 6 p.m. For her to sleep in, but... Anyway, Victoria says that since she got her second dose of Gardasil, the vaccine is administered in three doses spaced over six months. That way they can, you know, not kill you so obviously. They kind of space it out and kill you slowly, a little slower. Uh, Since she got that in February of 2008, she has suffered non-epileptic seizures, migraines, fainting spells, tremors, twitches, numbness, intermittent leg and facial paralysis, tingling, twisting eye pain, Joint aches, neck and back pain, memory loss, brain fog, regression, mood swings, and fatigue on nearly a daily basis. The second shot was like pulling the trigger on a gun. Soon Victoria was so sick that she was forced to stop going to high school. The the violence and frequency of her seizures make it so that she can barely even leave the house now. And she is rarely left unattended because she can't be. Here's the next article. How to find the poisons in vaccines in five seconds or less. I got this from uh, VacTruth.com. I give you the link here. Dear informed parents, would a mother think twice about feeding their babies monkey kidneys, mouse brains, tween 80, which is, I believe is some horrific preservative, or aluminum compounds to their baby? What about mercury? What about dead babies? What about aborted babies? Would you feed that to your baby? Well, that's what's in a lot of the vaccines. If you wouldn't feed it to them, why would you inject it into them then? Oh, because the empty said, and he's got the white goat coat and the magic, you know, prescription pad. <sighs> Consider the difference between ingesting a substance versus it being injected. You would be much better to ingest it, because at least the stomach acids could work on it and break down a lot of the bad compounds. And the body can identify it through the intestinal tract. If you inject it right in the bloodstream, it's just there, and the body goes into hyper autoimmune response. And it can't get out. Or it can't get out easily. Are they eliminated from the body in the same manner? If you know someone who hasn't questioned vaccines yet, pass on this video below. It shows a parent how they can find the poisons in the vaccines in under five seconds. It shows you right just the the, the keyword search you can do. Just click on the video and it'll be right there. I mean, it's right there. It's, they admit to it. It's it, it gives you a huge laundry list of all the things that are in vaccines. It's unbelievable. I looked at it and I was like, there's some things in there I didn't even know was in there. Uh, man, I'm going to run out of time. Okay, hold on here. Okay, I'm going to roll this video. I do think I have time to get this in. This is 10 minutes. It's going to start with a, a little uh, audio presentation by Dr. Russell Blaylock, a good MD who exposes the vaccine thing. And then it's going to segue into a lot of other different things. And I think I'll just be able to barely get all the squoze into this uh, last part of this teaching. society because of all of these different toxins known to affect brain function. We're seeing a society that not only has a lot more people of lower IQ, but a lot fewer people of higher IQ. In other words, a dumbing down, a chemical dumbing down of society. So everyone's sort of mediocre. 
that leaves them dependent on government because they can't excel. We have these people of lower IQ who are totally dependent. Then we have this mass of people who are going to believe anything they're told because they can't really think clearly. And very few people of very high IQ who have good cognitive function who can figure this all out. And that's what they want. So, you know... So, please consider yourself one of the very rare few, and I don't mean this in a prideful way, but thank God, if you're listening to this, if you have figured so much of what we get into on a weekly basis here, you are blessed. We are blessed to actually know this information. We're, I mean, some of the few that have implemented it on the planet. I'm not saying I'm the only one that's got it figured out, but there's not a lot of groups out there that are really going into this information and really giving you the big picture here. So, you know, it's something we should thank God for in, in, to a certain extent. I, I, I really believe that. And I think that if you're grateful and you're thankful to God, He will keep showing you. If you, keep, if you humble yourself before the almighty hand of God, He will lift you up in due time. And so it's very important to maintain humility and fear of God um, because I really believe God will guide that person in this truth. He will guide us in all truth that we need to know. You can kind of piece it together as to why they are so insistent in spending so many hundreds of millions of dollars of propaganda money to dumb down society. Sorry about the Pink Floyd thing. and I just did an expose against Pink Floyd not too recently, but... Sorry, I can't, there's nothing I can do about it. This is a, I think that this bomber isn't Al-Qaeda, isn't anything like that. It's more, he's more like, I, I, it's a man, he's more like those uh, 9-11 was an inside job kind of guys. They, they, uh, they uh, protesting in a violent way, but in a violent So all, in other words, all 9-11 skeptics are like the Al-Qaeda and they're, they're terrorists and they all protest in a violent way. And that's according the world according to Geraldo, the, the utmost, uh, I mean, that's like the pillar of truth of all mankind, you know. And again, it's just the exact opposite of what they portray. Way, almost like the echo terrorists, but they don't intend to inflict casualties. Because they do it in the middle of the night. The middle of the night. It's making a political point. They could point. people with it had it been in the day, but they choose to do it at 3 a.m. The cops have to go over there, and we just talked to the commissioner. He needs to go over and say, does that camera still have a security camera? Hey, can we see that? There's no master grid of all the cameras. But, but see, it's a terrible thing because there's no master grid of all the cameras, and Big Brother can't monitor us 24-7 like pretty much they have over in England right now. Politicians, and I know you talk about that issue all the time. I think people should be careful what they wish for on China. You know, if China were to revalue its currency, or China is to start making, say, toys that don't have lead in them, or food that isn't poisonous, their costs of production are going to go up, and that means price. Are you kidding me? So if China stops making food that isn't poison and and, and um, toys that don't have lead-based paint then their cost of production is going to go up, and that's going to be bad. We need to be careful what we wish for. We want to wish for poison food and lead-based paint. And, I mean, I'm telling you, so much of the stuff that comes out of China is just horrific. And where's the main outlet for that? Good old Wally World. Satan Mart. That Walmart here in the United States are going to go up, too. So I would say China is our greatest friend right now. They're keeping prices low. And oh, they're our greatest friend. may help not harm kids, according to two new studies in the journal. Oh, so mercury, according to two medical studies, might help kids and not harm them. How can that possibly be? How can mercury, 
which is so toxic, there's no minimum standard by which we can be exposed and it not be harmful. Even though they put it in fillings and teeth and amalgam fillings, and they put it in the vaccines, but if you spill it in a, in a public setting, you have to call a hazmat team in. You spill a drop of this stuff, you have to call a hazmat team. You're supposed to, if like you even break a mercury thermometer. But it's okay to inject it straight into the bloodstream or put it in your teeth where, you know, uh, the amalgam fillings that outgas the mercury over time and it goes straight to your brain and destroys the dendrites of your brain, which has a lot to do with your cognitive function. That's okay, though. Why did you have to tell him you were an atheist and you didn't have any trouble reading the oath? Why didn't you just shut up? What Jimmy Carter should do is privately give Mr. Bush's opinion and shut up publicly. That would be best for the country. And it is our duty as loyal Americans to shut up once the fighting begins, once the war against Saddam begins. We expect every American to support our military. And if they can't do So this is Bill O'Reilly telling us to shut up and not even question our military or our government in any way, shape, or form. Can I, can I just ask a question? Yeah, sure. What, what is Fox News? It's just a parade of propaganda, isn't it? It's just a, it's just a festival of ignorance. <laughs> what, why, a million people are dead in Iraq. Come on, this is ridiculous. What's the point of this? Um, this is insane. And if you don't believe that, just go up on the internet and key in Beyond Treason and or Depleted Uranium. Watch that documentary. Which is first-hand accounts from the people, from the, from the doctors, from troops over there that are, a lot of them are dead now, of, of what the depleted uranium did to the people in Iraq, and it's still doing to the people in Iraq, because it has an incredibly long half-life, is what they tip all the, the, um, a lot of the ballistics with over there, and it atomizes, it gets into the air, and the whole area is radioactive, and you breathe it in. And they're having all kind of horrific birth defects over there and, and kids being born dead and the military, our military is coming back and they're not living very, I mean, it's just horrific. Again, totally suppressed. Key it in, beyond treason, treason and depleted uranium if you don't believe that. Go out, people at home, go outside. Go, go hug Lee, your children. Well, you should be more, well, you should be more Love your family, you know. And you can all the news you can Fox News. All the news you can at Fox News, right? The chemical dummy down of America. Mercury. Get them when they're young. That's the motto of this next part. Many infectious diseases can be brought completely under control when vaccination against them is practiced universally. Lies. We want people to be more educated because we don't feel like the truth is being told about the Marisol and about vaccines and about what the harm that it's doing. Thomerazole is the mercury derivative in the vaccination supposedly used as a preservative, which is about as insane as using arsenic or cyanide as, as a preservative in a vaccine. To our children. People have to realize that these flu vaccines contain thimerosal. Now, this is Dr. Kurt Wolder. He's a DO. He's actually an MD who's figured this out. Thimerosal is a mercury preservative, which has been directly linked to the autism epidemic that we have seen uh, burst onto the scene over the past 10, 15 years. Dr. Kurt Wolder believes the preservative is fueling a sharp rise in autism. One in 5,000 children had the developmental disorder in the late 1980s. 
Now, one in 166 kids lives with autism. An increase. In and the big thing that's changed is the, is the increase in the thimerosal in the, not only the vaccines but also the sheer number of vaccines they're giving now compared to 1987. You you've go from one in five thousand to one hundred and sixty six. And it is it is the vaccines that's doing it. Even though Bill Gates would say, "Oh, that's just absurdity." Amount of thimerosal injected into their bodies. Dr. Boyd Haley is a mercury poisoning expert at the University of Kentucky. He believes it is possible thimerosal could be responsible for neurological brain damage, especially for children who don't naturally get mercury out of their system. It's one of the most toxic compounds I know of. I mean, I can't think of anything that's absolutely more lethal. Another you MD. You can see that in this University of Calgary experiment. Mercury quickly destroys this neuron. It's really metabolic. It's destroying the dendrite. And the um, there's a group of um, dentists who use mercury-free composite fillings, and they have the video up on their website of what mercury does to the dendrite or neuron in the brain, and it just it just destroys it, and it does the same thing in your brain. And it's a big reason why nobody, why people can't figure things out anymore. You know, they've got their their mouth full of mercury amalgam fillings. They're drinking fluoridated water. They're drinking chlorinated water. They're drinking uh, aluminum uh, out of aluminum cans. The aluminum causes Alzheimer's. They're drinking. Uh, it's, it's loaded with a lot of times. They're drinking diet everything, which has NutraSweet and aspartame, potassium, and sucralose, and all these other horrifically neurologically toxic chemicals. That also give you cancer and cause further brain degeneration. It's no wonder we're not all a bunch of walking zombies. Sanity, just still allowing this this neurotoxin that has damaged thousands and thousands of kids. I can't tell you. I'm I'm really sick and tired of seeing one kid after the next come through my office who I know clear cut has been damaged by thimerosal in their vaccines. Thimerosal is a preservative. It's been in vaccines for decades, so literally hundreds of millions of people have received thimerosal. As it turns out, we are injecting our children with 400 times the amount of mercury that FDA or EPA considers safe. A, a child on his first day that he's born um, is injected with a hepatitis B shot. Under EPA guidelines, he would be have to have to be 275 pounds to safely absorb that shot for years. 275 pounds to safely absorb the mercury in just the hepatitis B vaccine alone, and they're giving it to like a eight, seven, eight pound infant. I mean, if that's not genocide, I don't really know what is. You mean it's criminal? It's beyond criminal. Science didn't support suspicions about the preservative, but recently the National Autism Association used CDC's own data to conclude children are 27 times more likely to develop autism with exposure to mercury-containing vaccines. 99% of the public really doesn't even realize that mercury is being used as a preservative in the vaccinations that they're taking themselves and giving their children. So, uh, in essence, you know, they're just blindly li lining up to get flu shots. Fluoride now. Edward L. Bernays is regarded by many as the father of public relations. He was born in Vienna, Austria. Bernays was the nephew of Sigmund Freud. 
Bernays pioneered the use of psychology and other social sciences to design public persuasion campaigns. He published several scholarly works, still used in universities worldwide today. And he also spearheaded the national campaign to fluoridate the water supply of America through the fluoridationist of the Public Health Service. This is one pollutant that we capture in the phosphate fertilizer industry. And having captured it, we can't dump it into the sea, but we put it into our own drinking water. It's extraordinary. And fluoride in our water supply is a, a very real and ever-present risk to our population at large. Dennis, let's make sure we're clear on this. Fluoride it is in tea, it's in coffee, it's in water, it's in bread, it's in toothpaste. But it's actually a poison, right? It's, it sure is. And here's the, the quickest evidence. Go to your uh, bathroom and pick up your uh, toothpaste, and you'll see a warning that if you a child swallows more than a pea-sized amount of toothpaste, call poison control. Wow. The protected pollutant status that fluoride enjoys within EPA and ever, other federal establishments is remarkable, as the charts over here show. Last November, concerns over excess fluoride prompted the American Dental Association to warn parents not to mix baby formula with tap water during an infant's first 12 months. Phyllis Mullenix found that fluoride in very modest doses produces effects in laboratory animals resembling attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder. She says, do you have any idea what you're saying? And he says, you're telling us that we're reducing the IQ of children. And basically I said, yes. Scientists like Nobel Prize winner Arvid Carlson and a large group of EPA scientists have called for the banning of fluoride because we don't know how much we're ingesting, so we don't know if we're being poisoned. Fluoride can also build up in the bones to cause pain, stiff joints, and skeletal abnormalities when they get older. It's a cumulative poison. It just gradually builds up and it gradually causes harm. You know when the fluoride was first put in drinking water? In the Nazi concentration camp. Stands back in amazement, can't believe it. That's right. This is Charles Perkins, a chemist who wrote to the Lee Foundation for Nutritional Research, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in 1954. And this is what he wrote. In the 1930s, Hitler and the German Nazis envisaged a world to be dominated and controlled by a Nazi philosophy of pan-Germanism. The German chemists worked out a very ingenious and far-reaching plan of mass control, which was submitted to and adopted by the German general staff. This plan was to control the population in any given area through mass medication of drinking water supplies. By this method, they could control the population in whole areas, reduce population by water medication that would induce virility in women and so on. In this scheme of mass control, sodium fluoride occupied a prominent place. That's what it's about. So, again, that was David Icke, and obviously I don't agree with everything David Icke gets into, but... He was speaking truth there. The Nazis were the first one that used sodium fluoride in the concentration camps, not only to make them more docile, so that they would literally go to their deaths and it wouldn't be that big of... I mean, they were they were fluoride heads, essentially. They were giving them the fluoride so that they would be more compliant. Also, they would be way more dumbed down. And it would also kill them quicker. Fluoride is rat poison. That's the active ingredient in rat poison. So, you know, but it's okay to, again, you know, put it in the water and, and uh, you know, do all that type of stuff. And put it in the toothpaste. 
Okay, I got to really get going here. I'm almost out of time. Uh, this is MIT scientist develops vaccine to cure all viral diseases. Guess what the vaccine's called? Draco, as in Latin for dragon. Yeah, same thing. MIT Lincoln Laboratory researchers develop a technique to cure a broad range of viruses. Viral pathogens pose serious health effects worldwide for clinical viruses such as HIV or hepatitis, emerging viruses such as avian flu or swine flu, and highly lethal viruses such as Ebola or smallpox that they might use in uh, bioterrorist attacks. Relatively few drugs exist. Most drugs that do exist are highly specific for one virus and are ineffective against viral strains that become resistant to them or have adverse effects on patients. As part of a panacea... Um, project, researchers from MIT Lincoln Laboratory have developed and demonstrated a novel, broad-spectrum antiviral approach called DRACO, which stands for Double-Stranded RNA-Activated Capase Oligomerzizer. DRACO selectively induces apoptosis or cell suicide in cells containing antiviral um, DSRNA. Rapidly infecting Rapidly killing infected cells without harming uninfected cells. Yeah, right. As a result, Draco should be effective against any, virtually any and all viruses, rapidly terminating a viral infection while minimizing the impact on the patient. Lies from the pit of hell. Draco is the Latin word for dragon. Oh, where's that said? Hmm, maybe Revelation 12, 9, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, and he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him? Yeah, it's named after uh, Satan himself. And I said, man, this sounds familiar to the movie I Am Legend. What was I Am Legend? And I had a whole slide of this in one of the teachings I did. Will Smith, uh, I Am Legend is a 2007 post-apocalyptic science fiction film directed by Francis... Lawrence, and starring Will Smith. Smith plays virologist Robert Neville, who is immune to a vicious man-made vaccine virus, originally created to cure cancer. Everybody gets it, and the whole planet, essentially, and the genetically engineered variant of the measles virus was meant as a cancer cure, mutates into a lethal strain and spreads throughout the world, killing 5.4 billion people, 90% of humanity, while turning the rest into zombies known as dark seekers. It just sounds a whole lot like that. That's what they were saying in the movie. In the work reported in the journal of PLOS-1, Draco was shown to be effective against all 15 viruses that the team had so far tested in cells, including cold viruses, H1N1 viruses, adenoviruses, stomach viruses, polioviruses, dengue fever viruses, several members of the hemorrhagic fever uh, families. Draco was also demonstrated to be non-toxic in 11 different cell types, including all these different ones that they list here. I'm just about out of time here. Uh, I'll give you some microscopic s- slides where it supposedly proves this. Dr. Ryder says uh, that although more extensive testing is needed, Draco has the potential to revolutionize the treatment and prevention of virtually all viral diseases, including everything from the common cold to Ebola, he adds, because the antiviral activity of Draco is so broad and spectrum, we hope it may be even useful against outbreaks of new or mutated viruses. I guarantee you they would love to roll this out in the next pandemic. Um, who knows what ungodly things it would produce. This work is funded by a grant from the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and the New England Regional Center for, of Excellence for Biodefense and Emerging Infectious Diseases with previous funding from Defense Advanced Research Proce- Projects Agency, Defense Threat Reduction Agency, and the Director of Defense Research and Engineering, now the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Research and Engineering. So, I mean, you know, that's a really good endorsement there. All these governmental things 
behind this one Draco, I believe, and I'm assuming it's going to be a vaccine. I'm just about out of time here. Um, anyway, God bless you. Um, uh, just say a prayer. I don't even have a time enough to get in a prayer here. I'm just out of time. But God bless you, and we'll see you next week, Lord willing.